Padre Pio said it best. Pray, budget, and don't worry. What? Keep listening to this episode of The Catholic Money Show. Padre Pio, a saint that we didn't know earlier in our conversions. Mm. And I'd say we've more gotten to know over the last five, six years. And he's just a spiritual powerhouse. He is also, I'd say, a pretty popular priestly Pio. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a lot of peas. Peter Piper picked a pebble. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to do that? Something like that. Something like that. Anyway, he's incredible. This is not a show dedicated to, you know, our love of Padre Pio, although the Catholic Money Show ought to do an episode on that mm. <laughs> because he's just been so good to us, uh, discipling us from heaven, praying for us, um, bailing us out of many situations, etc. We could We could fill a whole podcast episode of those stories, but he is a saint who's been known to say many a wise things. Mm-hmm. One of the most popular and famous of these quotes is pray, hope, and don't worry. Isn't that what I said? <laughs> well, we like to take a little wallet wind spin on it. And I think that's the version I heard come out. Because I think if Padre Pio was going to talk to you about finances and we were going to have him as a guest on the Ooh. Catholic Money Show, I'm thinking he would just say pray, budget. And don't worry. <laughs> and in this episode, we're going to talk about why those three things are part of any Catholic's financial game plan. Mm. Well, let's get bada going. Bing, bada boom. Bada time to talk about prayer. There we go. Okay. So, and we have a little exciting reveal at the end of this episode. Oh, stay tuned. If you like the phrase, pray, budget, and don't worry, and would like to see it more in your life, stay tuned. Or check the show notes. <laughs> so <clears throat> prayer is first, as it should be in, I don't know, everything right. in our lives. But why, why pray about your money? Golly. I mean, who isn't throwing up a little prayer about their money sometimes, right? Oh, let there be enough. Mm -hmm. But really, we need to be praying about our finances because they touch every part of our life. Right. They influence our relationships. They are the, the tool, one of the tools that we use in providing for and spending time with our families. Mm -hmm. They are one of the ways we support the work of the church. Yep. Money is a really big deal. And so if we're not talking to God about that, well, we're not talking to him about a really big part of our life. There's a whole mm -hmm. whole area of our life or whole pieces of the things we are talking to him about that's just not being said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to not talk to God about our money is kind of sectioning off a portion of our life when he wants to be involved in every area of our life. And, you know, we've done a great deal of education on this over the last several years of God wants to be involved in your money. He doesn't just want you to talk to him about it when you're freaked out and panicked about it. Well, he definitely wants to hear from you then, for mm -hmm. sure. When you're in a pinch and there just isn't going to, you don't know how there's going to be enough, absolutely run to him and talk to him about it. But it doesn't have to be relegated to those circumstances. Hopefully that's not going to be a circumstance that's going to define the rest of your life. So once things are 
going a little better, sometimes this is, you know, where people stop talking to God, you know, in trials and in tribulation, we draw close to him, but then when things are going well, sometimes we can get a little distance. We, we stop talking to him because we have a false sense of everything's going our way. Everything's going okay. And I don't really need any input from, from an outside source, right? I don't need any help, but we're missing out on an essential level of intimacy with our Lord because he's going to have things to say, maybe about where you're called to give your money where you are called to um, spend it and prioritize it as a family. How are you going to educate your kids? Again, Jonathan alluded to this. Money touches everything in your life. Are you going to go on vacation this next year and, and, and make memories? That involves money. And, and God wants to be talking to you about those things. Um, you know, is, is your job something you should stay at or should you discern making a leap to something else necessitates bringing money into the conversation with our Lord. Mm-hmm. And then there's also just praising him. Maybe things are going well financially. Praise, praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. You've entrusted me with much, much will be expected. How can I, how can I bless others, Lord? Yeah. How can I, how can I be? Um, you in our world and use my money in a way that um, helps others and advances your kingdom and eases sufferings. Help me, Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for all you've given me. You know, it, yeah. it doesn't have to be help me out of this rut. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's nice, I guess, uh, to know that our children get hungry. But when they just come, oh, if the only thing we ever hear is, I'm hungry. Well, it's I'm about hungry. All I hear. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> And then we give him some food. It'd be nice to hear, hey, thanks for the food, mom. This is really good. Yes. It's balanced. Teaching your kids both. Mm -hmm. How to ask for what they need, but also thank you for when it's fulfilled and met. Yeah. And so I, we want to make sure that we are just, we're not only complaining that we're hungry. (laughs) It's, it's, uh, but then also letting our needs be known uh, in Chronicles of Narnia in Magician's Nephew, mm. when Diggory and Polly are on their quest for the apple, um, it's an overnight trip and they mm-hmm. didn't bring any food except for a little bit of candy. And <laughs> right. Diggory goes, you think, you think somebody would have thought of that? You think Aslan would have provided a meal for us? Mm. And Polly says, oh, I'm sure he thought of it, but I, I get the idea that he likes to be asked. Yeah. I'd say that's true. He does like to be asked. Yes. Hey, I'd like a little bit here. We need a little bit of help here. I need some guidance on what to do in this situation. And you can't do that if you're not praying. Exactly. So whether you need God to provide, whether you want to praise him, whether you want to discern a situation that touches money in some capacity, you got to pray about your money. You got to pray. You got to bring this topic to the Lord and ask him to give you the grace, the wisdom, the knowledge, the tools, and the resources with how to respond to what he's going to ask you to do or tell you to do or in in whatever he's going to provide you with. So that's praying. Now, I mentioned there what tools he's going to ask you to use. This brings us to the next point, (laughs) budget. Absolutely. He wants to use your money. He wants you to use the money entrusted to you for good things to happen in the world, for glory to come to him, to provide for your family, et cetera. We can only do that effectively if we've got a plan, Mm -hmm. if we've determined how we're going to use that money. There's going to be more 
you're going to be able to do more with the money you have if you plan it out instead of just spending it here, giving it there, just doing some, doing things as they come up. Yep. It's going to go farther. It's going to be able to do more. You will get more bang for your buck. You will. And I would say, you know, in in some Catholic circles, um, not that budgeting gets a bad rap, but sometimes I'll meet people that they're they're doing okay financially. They're they're doing okay. They're grateful for being being in an okay spot. And then I'll ask, you know, what are you doing? And here's what they're doing. We just don't spend money. Mm. It because that's just our thing. And that's how we've been okay is that we just don't spend anything. That's not okay. That's not a, a financial strategy and honestly, it could be poor stewardship. And what Maybe there, maybe not even said or understood as being there, is also this belief of, and unless we continue on never spending anything, we won't be okay. Yeah. If we if we start to spend, it's going to get bad. Yep. And that might not be true. And it might not be true. I mean, we have, yeah, I've met people that they have actually done very well for themselves, but they're still playing the old playbook of, I can't spend money. Mm-hmm. I have a million dollars in the bank, but I'm sorry, I can't spend any money. <laughs> and it's just an inappropriate, unhealthy money mindset. And it be, it's, that comes from not budgeting. Because when you budget, you sit down and you know what your money is up to. You know that, awesome, I've allotted X, Y, and Z over to all the savings that I need to do in this month to actually stay aligned with the goals and the dreams and the priorities God's asking me to protect long term. Fantastic. Well, wait, look, after, you know, that and the giving I wanted to do, there's a bunch of money here. I say a bunch in quotes, it's relative for whoever it is and how much, you know, how big their family is and whatever the income was. But now this is available for kind of discretionary spending. Uh, and so it's meant to be spent. Money is meant to be spent, given, saved, and invested, which is kind of an off branch of saving, if you mm. will, kind of, mm-hmm. um, depending on the type of investment you ended up you end up choosing. Mm-hmm. Food is meant to be eaten. Mm-hmm. You're not a poor steward of your food if you're just if you're eating it. You would be a poor steward if you're just Throwing socking it away. it away in the freezer. You're keeping it in the pantry. You You're never it. bringing it out to actually use it for what it's for. Yes. Yeah. And so budgeting is that tool that's going to help you to know what's going on with your money. And we like to say that it is the number one way to live virtue with your money because it holds you accountable and it you can see right in front of your face every single month you should have a budget party where you sit down and you create that next month's budget If you're married, you need to be at least one spouse can prepare it, but the other spouse has to come and see it and know what's going on. And then you can see right there, staring you in the face, your priorities laid out in the budget. And that's a really good thing. And how it's going to help you live virtue is it's going to challenge you to consider, you know, am I listening to God and and am am I protecting the things he's asking me to prioritize? Uh, you know, am I giving every single month? Am I giving generously? Or is my out to eat budget 
blown out the wazoo and I'm giving like $5 every week in the collection basket at church. That's not okay. That's not generosity. That's poor stewardship. And I'm not saying that if you don't have a budget, you're always going to be a poor steward. But the number one way to eliminate poor stewardship or even vice with money, you know, if somebody, if there's somebody who has an addiction, you're going to see that in the budget Mm -hmm. and it's going to tell you that something needs to be figured out here. Um, You're going to be able to spot some of those areas where you need to figure out some things and maybe, um, Yeah. Like if there's no savings, well, then you know that this is now it's challenging you to grow in perseverance and in in faithfulness of setting money aside and and saving it. It's the budget truly does help us live financial virtue so well, so, so, so well. And it's going to be the thing that's going to be the tool to help you reach whatever that next best financial goal is whether it is establishing the emergency savings or it is paying off the debt or it's buying the home or it's making sure you have money for Catholic education or allowing one spouse to stay home and only having one income, which is harder to pull off than ever, whether it's investing morally for the future, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Knowing how much you can give when something comes up, you know, above and beyond your normal giving you know, in the Catholic world, don't they, th- these things happen all the time, right? You've got you, a lot of your giving maybe on autopilot and then you learn of a tragedy or a crisis and you want to help out. But if you don't have a budget, you don't really know if this $50 you're going to give to help this family is hurting your own family. The budget will give you confidence to know, yep, we do. We could squeeze it from here or there, but it won't hurt us. Or actually, no, I can't do that because it would hurt my family right now. And I can let this go, trusting that God will use other people to provide for them. Mm-hmm. If you're new to budgeting, if you haven't done it before, don't worry, which is our next one, Ooh. but <laughs> not yet. Uh, it's it's not that as scary as it might seem. It's not as painful as you might think it is. It's not a financial juice cleanse. It's not a straight jacket. It's not a whip, a whip, a, a, what is it, flagellum or whatever. <laughs> the, the, you yeah. rip yourself up or whatever. It is, uh, it's just that spending plan. And so if you haven't budgeted before, or maybe it's been a little while, it's easy to get started. We've got our free guide to budgeting. You can get it at catholicbudgetguide.com. Yeah. It's and there's an a link excellent. in the show notes too. Yep. It's not only, a, it's a video course with a PDF um, to help you get budgeting, mm-hmm. get going, take what you learn and put it in action. Yep. Yep. So, yep. Enjoy. All right. So now I'll say this, when I was trying to think this up, it was hard to figure out which, which one am I swapping in budget for? They're all important. Pray, hope, don't worry. They're all good. Yeah, right. This isn't right, to right. say you shouldn't hope. Pray, or hope, that and budget. Budgeting is uh, the replacement for hope. No, we're not saying only rely on yourself and your plan instead of hoping and trusting that God's got your back. So, is it budget, hope, don't worry, pray, budget, don't. It's all of them. So we're not throwing away hope. We're not. For all you hope fans out there. I would say, though, that hope is kind of a, um, it's an, you make an act, act of hope. You can make acts of anything, acts of trust, acts Mm -hmm. of, acts of faith. But an act of hope is saying that you're, you know, you're kind of, you're putting yourself in God's hand, confident, Mm. knowing he will catch you on the on the the other side of whatever this is. Yeah. It is a putting yourself out there 
with full knowledge that eventually he's going to have you. Yeah. And, and I think budgeting in many ways is similar in that respect. You are making this plan and you are confident that if you steward your money prudently, whatever may come, even if it's outside of your control, you've done what you can and the Lord will be there and provide for you. Mm. So and I think, because I think of it that, is a nice sub substitute on because that Because of that, you don't have to worry. Right. You don't have to worry about, like you said, a need comes up, whether it's a, a missionary priest or someone coming to your parish, whether it's, you know, you hear some tragedy online and they're asking for donations, whatever it might be. You don't have to worry. Do I have the money for this? Yeah. Is this giveable? Is this mortgage money? Do we need this to eat or can I give it to this guy so he can eat? Yeah. Those questions are eliminated because you have the plan, you know the state of the plan, you know where you're at with it all, and you know, I can give this or I can't give it right now. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry, am I going to be able to provide for the kids? Mm -hmm. You can look at the plan at your budget. Oh yeah, look right there. I've got it set aside. Bingo. Okay, I am. Mm -hmm. And I think that it also extends to um, just not, worrying about the big picture too. You know, if we know, if we are confident in our bones that we are living good stewardship, and again, the number one tool to doing that is budgeting. Of course, we teach the WalletWin method, which um, directs you through our 12 money milestones. Budgeting is just one of those. So really, it's not a whole comprehensive financial game plan. But if you're going to do any of the 12, and you're only going to pick one, this one really can't steer you wrong. You could survive the rest of your life just budgeting <laughs> and be all right. Now, ideally, you would plug that in and use it as a tool to meet these other financial goals. But I think that if you know you're being, you've prayed about your money and whatever your situation is, you're budgeting and living a good, as a good steward. You know, you're not wasting money. You're not hoarding money, you're being generous with it, you're prioritizing the things that you ought, you do have some spending money, but it's within an appropriate boundary, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You don't have to worry about the future. Probably things are going to continue to get better and better as time goes on, but it might not. You might fall into a financial shock at some point that's really big. But again, if you go back to praying and living with that budget, there's really nothing that you can't come out of. There's really no situation where you won't be able to figure your way out, if you will, from a logistics standpoint, from a money management standpoint. So you really don't have to worry. As long as you know you've brought the Lord into your finances, you're budgeting the pants off every buckaroo entrusted to you. Well, you know what? Whatever come, whatever comes, good times or bad, we're going to be all right. Mm -hmm. We're going to be all right. And I'd say we are a living testimony of that. We've had many different seasons in <laughs> our 12 years of marriage, um, you know, different financial chapters, some really strong ones, some really hard ones. And it's not like all the hard ones were at the beginning and the, the, the good ones came later. Nope. They've kind of taken, they like dance back and forth with each other. <laughs> And that I, 
I'm going to just guess that that's going to continue in our life. Um, you know, even if, even as you build financial stability and your wealth grows, well, that doesn't mean challenging situations will not still come to you, especially when you know the burden of that responsibility. There's just now more that you are in charge of. And that, and, and so I know that staring down whatever many years the Lord will have will be gracious enough to, to entrust to us. There's probably going to continue to be good chapters and really hard chapters with finances. <laughs> and I don't have to worry, though because I know that he's going to help us navigate them and figure them out. And that he's going to do the same exact thing for you. Absolutely. So pray, budget. And don't and worry. don't worry. It's as simple as that. Thanks, you, Padre Pio. If you'd like a little reminder, we've got the brand new Pray, Budget, and Don't Worry t-shirt now Ooh. available. So we've got a little kind of hand-drawn Padre Pio on there. Hand drawn by the nine-year-old or by you? (laughs) Though you might not be able to tell me. (laughs) Okay, you designed it. So it's a pray, budget, and don't worry available in a variety of sizes and colors at walletwin.com slash PO. Mm -hmm. I recently wore one of these shirts to the seat conference, the Focus Seat Conference, and even recorded our Catholic Money Show Mm. podcast while wearing it. And I received a lot of compliments on it. Really fun colors, really clever design. And yeah, for all of you who are passionate about personal finances and you want to bring in the faith into that and have a clever little t-shirt, I will add this, that um, all of the profits from our Padre Pio shirts are going to go to support our fourth adoption journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's an added bonus. I mean, I, we haven't told the story, but Padre Pio is intricately linked in with this fourth adoption. And that's pretty much why he got a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> and why nobody else did. Uh, we'll tell that story another time because we're still in the middle of the story. And I'm going to guess he's got a couple tricks up his sleeve mm. that are going to need to be saved and, and talked about at a later date and time. But we, we, he, he gets a t-shirt and the profits from the t-shirt, you know, after we, sh- you know, paid for the actual shirt and shipped it to you, that money is going to be set aside in our adoption fund. That's right. So head on over to wallowin.com slash PO and grab your shirt now. That's right. Get them while they're hot, as well as the other links waiting for you in the show notes. That budget guide and the link to the shirt are all waiting for you. Just a little tap or a swipe over to the side in your app and you'll see them there. Just a tap, tap, tap a Taparoo. Until next time. Bye, bye for, for now. now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.